Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is DJ. This is Ish. And this is Pero, Pero Let, Let Me, Me Tell, Tell You. you. Dale. Freeze frame, freeze frame. Mm-hmm. Are we beginning? We have begun. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Cascabel, cascabel, lindo cascabel. Well, I feel bad for anybody who is listening in their headphones right now. <laughs> Just got assaulted with bells. <laughs> this is episode 46 of Pero, let me tell you. Yes. But it's a special episode for many reasons. It's our Christmas show. Yes. Feliz Navidad. Christmas episode. Um, we have no guests. It's just it's back it's to basics. Um, it's our Christmas episode. It's also our last episode of the year. Yes, and our last episode of season one. Woohoo! Yes, we are ending 2019. No, I'm sorry, 2018. I jumped the gun. Wow, we're ending 2018 um, with this episode. Uh, I think I can speak for both of us when I say first and foremost, thank you all for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I know DJ said it several times. <laughs> when we first started this thing, we genuinely thought it was just going to be like 10 of our friends yes. listening to maybe the first two episodes and then never listening and, again. And now we, well, a couple of, a couple of didn't listen again. But um, but now we have thousands of listeners. Yes. Have thousands of listeners. That's I mean, crazy. That's crazy. That's insane. You have thousands. Thousands of people listening to you and me talk. Hablando mierda. Hablando mierda. So anyway, so this... Um, Christmas themed episode. Yes. Um, we're going to talk about kind of like our Christmas traditions, which are probably your Christmas traditions. Right. We, nosotros no arrollamos abuela con el venado. No. No. But, you know, being bicultural, yes. because that's what we are. It's true. Um, you know, it's interesting to see how, again, two cultures mesh together. Mm-hmm. And you throw in there the Miami factor. That, you that makes know. us tricultural. <laughs> <laughs> right, because Miami is like another culture in itself. And I think that, you know, there's a little bit for everybody. So um, today, actually, I was at Home Depot. And okay. I found it really funny. And I'm gonna going to post it Home on Depot. our Instagram. Oh, I love Home Depot. I, oh, I totally Depot love Passion. Home Depot and Lowe's. Um, they sell cajachinas at Home Depot. Well, of course they do. And wait, wait, wait. But it gets <laughs> even better. We're in Miami. Where do you else know they where sell else they sell cajachinas? Okay, give me a second, give me a second. Because it's going to be... Is it somewhere that I'm... You're not going to guess it. Navarro. You're close. CVS. At CVS. Yes. They sell cajachinas (laughs) at CVS. I wonder how how many coupons you get for buying a cajachina. (laughs) How many points you get. (laughs) Or or like, you know, if you don't use... You can can use it as kindling for the cajachina. But I wonder, like, you know when you have that... 30% 30% coupon for CVS. It's like, can I use this for my cajachina? Or does it, do exclusions apply? So. I'm just picturing you buy the cajachina and that register just keeps printing paper and printing coupons and printing coupons and printing coupons. Yeah. coupons. So, 
I would love our <laughs> listeners to weigh in on the Hokahachina thing because you and I have had this discussion yes. before yes. and we have a very different opinion on it. Yes, we do. Growing up, and we, like every nice Cuban family, right. we used to do a lechon every single year. My absolutely, uncle absolutely. W- what did a lechon and he still does. Mm-hmm. But the Cajachina, from my recollection, mm-hmm. the 80s, when I was a kid, we used to do the lechon. Bueno, in my house, because, you know, we live in suburban Kendall. Right, right, um, right. You know, my uncle... There's only so much space. My uncle built with the bloque. Uh-huh. He built, like, a little pit. Okay. And then he would put the, the el carbón or uh-huh. whatever, the pork, and then um, hoja de plátano. Okay. And then they would switch it, you know, change it around during the year, uh, during the day. Um, during the year? When you're during the day. And I, I always old. found really interesting that... All these viejo, todo viejo cubano that, you know, st- put on the pig at like six in the morning, you know. Well, you got to do that to get a low fire going. So yeah, that, no, no, para que no se te seque. Right, but, but a, a very big, especially Cuban male thing, if yeah. you're older, is to sit around the pig and drink beer. Yeah, And then by the end of the day, está borracho, yeah. you smell like... You know, roast the pig. No, you, not, you don't even smell like pig. You smell like cabong. Like charcoal. You're like all greasy and shit. And, you know, it's like <laughs> Noche Buena. And then everybody's like in their Sunday best. <laughs> but anyway, but we didn't have a cajachina until the 90s. And my uncle, I think, used a cajachina only a couple of years because he didn't like how like a cajachina cooks the 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 pig. Right. And then he built another pit, which is the one we currently use. But I know that you say that so, From okay. your earliest recollection, your grandfather always used a cajachina. So here's the thing. I think we're getting caught up in in semantics. Mm. Because my grandfather, actually, he built a permanent pit mm-hmm. in La Casa de Mi Abuelo, which is probably not there anymore. And they called it a cajachina. And they called it a cajachina. So mm. we didn't use what we have now, like the cajachina mm. that you go to the, to CVS right. <laughs> and, 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 and assemble. It was like literally, eso era hecho de, de cemento. Right. It was there year round. Tenía su techito. Mm-hmm. And we would call it the cajachina. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the cajachina that people use today. Mm-hmm. So, okay. we, so we agree. Okay. Right. Because it was used, because the but cook, we called it that. Because the cooking also is different. Because in the pit, in the traditional pit, mm-hmm. the fire um, element goes in the bottom, whereas in the cajachina, the fire no, element is on top. Not in the way my grandfather did it. He used to do it on top? Yeah. So he used to cook it like a fire... Like a cajachina. Right. Right. No, we do it in the bottom. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, if th- th- that's why, but but the the, the invention of the I mean, you know we should have the, we should have had the makers of the cajachina on our show actually because there's like a cajachina.com. I, I know somebody who knows the owners of the company of the cajachina. Yeah, you know what I wonder? I'm actually gonna go. Let me go right now to cajachina.com. And again, I would love for our um, for those of you who for, listen and know cajachina owners or history. I don't know. I'm, I feel like that should be an exhibit in the Museum of the Cuban Diaspora. <laughs> it's like, like you walk in there's an exhibit on like El Indio Otway oh, Celia oh, sorry. and it's La Cajachina not, it's not Cajachina.com it's La Cajachina.com well yeah um yeah. no it doesn't give history it's not called Body they started, Shop it's called they The started, Body Shop they started back in 1985 See, the company itself the comp- they, we got our start in 1985 when our founder was roasting a pig for a backyard barbecue his father commented that he had seen a roasting box in Cuba that would cook the pig and get the skin crispy by half of the time by putting the charcoal okay. above instead of underneath okay. our founder immediately started creating a prototype and the cajachina was born it, it makes total sense Okay, so in 85 the way of cooking it comes from way before because he's saying, hey, I remember seeing people in right, Cuba. Right, because there were so, probably people in Cuba that used to like cook it that way. But right. La Caja China, what I know La Caja China, which is that box. Right. right. The wooden box. The wooden right. box right, right. with, the again, the heat source on top. Correct. To me, that's something new. Like, I remember when everybody started getting a Caja China. Because it is much easier because you have the box right yeah, there. You, you can disassemble it, too. Right. You don't have yeah, to you you clean know, that shit and pit. you're done, yeah. But that's why, like... It, they in 1985 they started building the prototype so that probably didn't go to market for a few years so in my timeline on my head no you're right it, it makes sense I mean as far as mass produced cajachinas right that you know you could buy at CVS or at that time Eckerd's <laughs> yeah, at Eckerd's 
You know what? I feel like Eckerd's did not have the Kahachina. <laughs> no, no, Eckerd's you know was too Anglo. No, you know why CVS has the Kahachina? Because CVS y más. That, but you know Navarro. why? They bought Navarro. Yeah. So, clearly they're in touch. So, some <laughs> of my favorite memories of El Puerco, yeah. because El Lechon Asado on Nochebuena is a whole production. Of course it is. It's a production. Of course it is. Um, no, no, no. I'm surprised they haven't done. Nobody here. I, we should we should totally, like, eh, coin this now. Nobody has done, like, a short play or something on I'm, the production I, of I, El Lechon. I'm, I'm actually working on a musical called Nochebuena. Well, and one go. of the numbers is is, uh, is surrounding the 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 toasting of the skin of the lechon yeah. because it's a production yeah. <laughs> and like I remember as a kid you know like the day before you would see the slaughtered pig you know with el mojo and you'd be like oh pobrecito I wouldn't no I would always be like poor little pig all I could think of was el pejito the no, skin and nice then, and toasty and then, and then you know. In my family, and I'm sure that to a lot of people this happened to, you know, sometimes it'd be like 10 o'clock at night and the pig wasn't done yet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's so, you know, it was so disappointing because obviously the way that they cook it is they do it first upside down so that the, right. the open part is exposed and then you're supposed to flip it to get right. the skin toasted right. and do it with salt water and the whole nine yards. But it's so sad when the skin doesn't toast. Uh-huh. And they're trying their best. And yeah. there's just no way in hell. Yeah. Se va no. Nada que ver. It's the worst when the, the skin is rubbery. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. You know, you know it's funny that I see don't... Americans don't have this problem with goose. <laughs> <laughs> or turkey, because the traditional like True, American, true. The British is the goose, yeah. Is yeah, the goose. yeah. But the traditional American is like Thanksgiving. It's yeah. like a, or a ham, or a ham, ham, a ham, a ham. Um, which we have ham too. We just have the whole animal, the ham. Exactly. <laughs> we we roast the whole ham. We roast the whole ham. But um, you know, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of lechon. I'm not. I do like chicharrón, of course. Who yeah, you love chicharrón. Yeah, I love you chicharrón. Love, like pork hey, rinds, hey, yeah. hey, let's totally say it right here. We were into pork belly before pork belly was a that. thing. Never done. Pork belly runs in our blood. <laughs> Man, our blood must be so thick. It's got so, pork belly, but café con leche, yeah, guayaba. It has, it has pork belly. That trumps everything else. Um, I don't really care for lechon, but I will tell you that it's one of those things that, in, in my family, my uncle has always made it lechon, that I do want to learn how to do. It's not, it's but, not but, hard. But I feel that that is very, very much part of all our culture you want to make sure you keep that tradition yes going. that is a tradition yeah. and again even though i don't care for lechon i'm to- i'm totally fine having it once a year totally fine but i think that's why i like lechon because i don't have it so often yeah it's a it's a special occasion like i know it's a special occasion when i'm but, having but that it. is a tradition that i would like to keep going because that's very definitive yeah. of who we are and how we were we grew up yeah because so many of our memories as children revolves around that. revolve around yeah. Yeah. Lechon. yeah i mean the production well <laughs> growing up it was in my grandfather's house and when they started to get older it moved to my parents house mm-hmm. and then now it's actually at my sister's house mm-hmm. for that exact reason my sister said like i want to do it at my so house so who makes a lechon now so now the lechon is a combination of my sister and my father and my brother-in-law oh okay like basically i could totally see your dad and omar flipping that thing <laughs> uh, and me and you i flip that shit <laughs> i help it's, sh- it's shake and bake and i helped <laughs> it's but it's it's I don't know. It's funny because it's if you if you look at it as an outsider, you know the whole to reduce your word the whole production is very similar to Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the entire day you're cooking and you're making this and that and that. But I don't know. I just feel like it's a little more festive. I don't know if it's because Thanksgiving. Noche yeah, Noche yeah. a party. It's a party because I also think that Thanksgiving is a more solemn meal. You know, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be giving thanks for what you have and it's more reflective. Well, I also think that Thanksgiving well, we celebrate Thanksgiving because we're in the United States. So that's not our right, 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 right. traditional it's holiday. It's our adopted tradition. It's our adopted right, right. holiday. Right. 
and I and, and Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving dinner. It's 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 a it's a well, formal. In some parts of the country, it's a Thanksgiving lunch. Yeah, I know. Um, but it's it's more. F- I, I think it's a little bit yeah, more formal. Yeah, yeah. It's more. Whereas yeah. Nochebuena is, you know, like come on, Cubans and Puerto Ricans. I mean, Puerto Ricans, like if you want to see people celebrate Dominicans Nochebuena, do it too. And, I mean, and I'm, you know what? I'm sure all Hispanics. No, to some all degree, Hispanics, right? do, but yeah. you know, uh, okay, the all Caribbean. Hispanics, do, the Caribbean. But, but let's let's give it up to our Puerto Rican brothers and sisters. <laughs> Nobody parties like Puerto Ricans. Oh, Dominicans. Will argue. Dominicans will argue, and I know, and well, so so will Cubans. Caribbean. The we Caribbean, will all argue. We all, but yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Dominican and Puerto Ricans. Nobody parties like Puerto Ricans. Okay, Puerto Rico kind of shuts down, but um, if <laughs> de plátano. Oh, they where just, they celebrated plátano, and it's like a major, like major event where they celebrated plátano. <laughs> And I'm like, wow. I don't think I've ever heard you say plátano so often. And it's so funny because, you know, we have the plantain as well, but we don't celebrate the plantain. We should. We sh- totally we should. We totally should. <laughs> no, you know what? Let's celebrate a mamoncillo. Oh. it's a fa- But it's a fun little looking fruit. It's green and round. Yeah, but doesn't it have... No, mamon- oh, I'm thinking mamoncillo chino that has like the little f- uh, fluff outside of it. It looks kind of like a muppet. You know what I love? Um, um, that... Uh, Dominicans call orange juice huelachina. That's I, Puerto Ricans. And well, then the Dominicans too. Oh, I okay, love okay. that. <laughs> I told you, the first time I was hanging out with one of my yeah. friends uh, who's a Dominican, yeah. and he's like, oh yeah, pasame huelachina. And I'm like, China juice? <laughs> and he's like, don't, bro, he's like, don't you call orange juice huelachina? I'm like, no, I call it huelachina. <laughs> I'm going to say something very ignorant. Do oranges even originate from... Asia? Well, no, because I think that the, I think that in the Caribbean countries, uh-huh. that type of orange, they dicen la naranja china. Como está la naranja mandarina. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Right? Right. They dicen la naranja, of la naranja agria. And right. Okay. La naranja china. Uh, that, that would be equivalent make it to, to, like, Valencia oranges here uh, in Florida okay, that we use it, oranges for. Okay. Ahí le dicen um, naranja china. What I don't know is if in the, in the Caribbean countries, naranja china is a specific type of orange that just here everybody calls it naranja china, or if... It's an orange that was only there and it's extinct, but they, they still call it naranja china here. You know, you see what I'm saying? It was the like the Kleenex of its time. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Or Xerox. Or Xerox. The Xerox exactly. Of exactly. Time. exactly. Yeah. And also, <laughs> a Puerto Ricans call patelón. Uh huh. It's like a meat pie. Oh yeah, yeah. We talked about this. Uh, yeah. yeah. And we call patelitos. You know, it's yeah. a guava. So it's like those little, little. differences. But, oh yeah. Igual que all throughout Latin America, when they say ahorita, it means right now. When right. we say ahorita is daqui a whenever. Yeah, but that's Latin America. That's not the... Right, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm, I'm expanding. That's not, that's not the Caribbean trinity of no, Puerto exactly, Rico, exactly. Cuba. But I'm expanding, I'm expanding the scope of the conversation. Yeah, no, but it's true. They say ahorita, and I'm like, to us, ahorita is later. Later, yeah, yeah, But yeah. to them, ahorita is now. Right now. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. right now. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah so let me ask you this okay. did you growing up did you know when you would have your nochebuena mm-hmm. and you know the pork would take about 25,000 hours and you would have finished having dinner on christmas <laughs> you would have christmas eve dinner you would finish having it on christmas did you ever open your presents at midnight no we were not allowed well never I mean, okay well okay as a kid obviously you don't because santa has to come mm-hmm. so you know you can't open them until santa comes and when you get home santa hasn't come yet because you haven't because you haven't gone to sleep yet and that's yeah. the rules um when we got older and we started doing no at my parents house a couple of times it was like okay let's open like a gift or mm-hmm. okay fine whatever let's just do it now and then we'll mm-hmm. sleep <laughs> you know right. from cleaning up after yeah. everything yeah. you're like I'm awake. I'm tired, but I'm awake. So let's just open the damn gifts and then we'll sleep until 12. Yeah. You know? Um, but no, for the most part, we were always like a, a, a Christmas day, Christmas right. morning. We, um, there were two years when I was a kid that we had our um, Noche when I wasn't at our house. It was at friends of ours. Um, so we would get home like, you know, one in the morning or something. Right, yeah, yeah. So Santa Claus had already passed by. 
right? Oh. So God. we opened our gifts at midnight. And it's funny because we have home video of this. And the home videos are hilarious because I'm like super what, excited. What did you get? Because I was like, I was like, well, one of the years I got my Nintendo. Uh, well, that's why you were excited. Yeah. No, no. But the thing was that, you know, I was probably like eight or nine years old. Right. It was late. So, you know, when you're a you're kid. Up, first you're, of all. And you're up. Yeah. It's like all that energy. And I probably had a lot of sugar <laughs> on me that I'm like a ping pong. <laughs> and it was like two in the morning and we were opening Christmas presents. But I remember that. When that when the, we did that for like two years, mm-hmm. that I was like, no, 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 no. This ends now because then I wake up in the morning. You have nothing to open. Get yeah. back, you yeah. know. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, 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 That's no, no, no. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Now that we talked about the pork, that was the good. Yes. And now that I want pork. Okay, I'm gonna talk now about the bad and the ugly of growing up Hispanic. Okay. And this He's is where sighing, ladies a gentlemen. lot of people may disagree with me. I, do you know what's the clusterfuck of life in terms of sweet treats? <laughs> Flung? Flung? Hello? Oh, 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 I th- I, no, I thought you were, sorry. I thought you were going to give me like a Sophie's Choice type no, of scenario. No, What's the worst when, you know, you go to a Christmas, well, you go to a Hispanic house. Right. Okay. For the holidays. For the holidays. And they're like, ay, voy a traer la bandeja de dulce. <laughs> And when they bring it up on day, you know, here I'm thinking cookies and cakes, right, and, right. you know, you baked know, goods, baked goods. And when they bring la, uh, la bandeja de dulce, una bandeja de turrón. <laughs> so and it's like, ugh. for those of you who don't know what turrón is, it's essentially just nougat. But Whoever doesn't know well, what the no. wrong is, it's probably not an audience, not a listener hey, of our show. You know what? We've got people in Indonesia. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the Indonesia is nougat. That's Which, what I'm saying. It's nougat, but but it's different I know flavors I, of nougat. I know that I know that nougat is turrón because turrón is nougat. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't know what the hell nougat was in Spanish if it wasn't for turrón. So you know what? Turrón has a purpose. <laughs> oh, but it's so. It's All right. So okay. Oh, I don't disagree with you. The only turrón that I love is the chocolate, chocolate one. Of course, chocolate with almonds. Of course. But okay, what would be worse? Going to a house. And they say, you know, okay, aquí está el potre, here's mm-hmm. the tray of desserts or sweets. Would it be worse to have a tray of turrón? Uh-huh. Or un brazo gitano? I'd rather have a brazo gitano. <laughs> really? I do. <laughs> because a brazo gitano at least is a legit dessert. It's like... It's a cake. It's a cake. It's a, okay. It okay. required baking. <laughs> it's it, rolled up. It has it's, a lot of sugar. Right. Well, turrón does. Pero turrón is just like flaky... What's what is it? The crema? No. Um, well, they have crema catalana. They have, no, no, they uh, have um, yema tostada. Oh, yema tostada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have on holi, and it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm eating something of this sesame seeds. This is not dessert. <laughs> This is not dessert. And I would get so like I distinctly remember nosotros estamos en casa de Oneida. And I was like nine years old. And I, I remember her. I poor Oneida. God she rest probably, her soul. She probably brought it with all the love in the world. That Oneida was like, ay, ahora voy a traer el postre. And I was like so excited. I'm like dessert. Because you know I'm all about yeah, dessert. Yeah. I'm all the, about sweets. And here she comes with like the world's biggest platter of turrón. <laughs> That had been previously cut. And I'm like, oh, what a disappointment. I will say I do appreciate when it comes pre-cut. Because when you have to sit there, for some reason when it's not cut, that means that that turrón is going to be harder than, to cut than hell. that vacuum seal that, thing. Okay, that shit is packed. Do you remember the song? Ya the- llega la Navidad, felicidad, el lobo, en Navidad, en Navidad, paz y alegría, you know, a nuestro hogar. Do you don't remember that? I don't remember el that. El lobo, que buen turrón, ah, I know el lobo is a brand of the turrón, but the one I always think of is Sanchez Mira. Miras, Sanchez un siglo. Because of Salo Gigante. Tienen tradición. So, listeners, turrón or no turrón? That is the question. That is the question. And of course, of course, we would um, take down our turrón with sidra. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we would have, I mean, well, I was a kid, but there would be rum and and things. Okay, were you having rum as a kid? Because I remember as a kid. No, no, that's what I'm saying. We were kids, but I mean, for the adults. They would was... give me a little sip of sidra and I'd feel so naughty and grown So up. adult. So adult at the ripe old age of nine. <laughs> Mind you, the content, the alcohol content in Seether is like point zero 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 one. There's more alcohol content in cough syrup. I think <laughs> so, probably. 
You're not there kidding. You I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's probably right. But you felt like such a grown-up. Of course. And so. especially if it was like in a nice glass, like uh-huh. if it was in like a champagne flute uh-huh. looking thing. Nor yeah. if like one of your aunts, una tía, she goes, y malito, venga acá, mira, prueba la sidra. And you'll be like, ooh, naughty. Ay, tu ron. Oh, another, another little nugget of joy. Nugget of joy. I remember that one time I wanted to leave Santa Claus cookies and milk like every like, other kid does right. and i'll never forget actually we were going to oneida's house for <laughs> for noche buena it was that okay that my dad was like nosotros somos cubanos de baja galletica de soda y agua oh I no i left him exports cheaper export sodas and water are you kidding my parents were not gonna let me spoil a whole glass of milk are you kidding me Okay, but in all fairness, in that case, because you guys were leaving the house, but usually the kid does it right before they go to bed, and mm-hmm. then mom and dad drink it, like, literally yeah, an hour later. Yeah, we house. Right, by the time you got back, that shit was going to be butter. Like, <laughs> still, they would have been like, you're not going to throw away a perfectly fine <laughs> glass of milk. Expert sodas and water, sir. I but not even you guys didn't even have like lady fingers or no. something. Like, and he made me put the like a little bit of jelly. No, and he made me put the water in a little styrofoam cup. You know, the little styrofoam cups cannot want tanada that you just take one gulp and it's over. I'm like, damn it, I can't even leave it in a real glass. I'm gonna get gypped by Santa Claus. This was like Santa Claus if he went to jail. <laughs> did you did you okay, let's talk about Santa Claus. Did you believe like one hundred percent in Santa Claus? I'm sure I did. I didn't. No? No. Aww. But do you remember, like, believing there is a Santa Claus? As I- a kid, yes. And one of the reasons that I believed in Santa Claus is because when my sister and I... He's here right now. <laughs> um, When we were about maybe six or... I was about six or seven, so... Evie was about five, four, more or less. Um, We took a trip, a ski trip to Colorado, to Breckenridge. Oh, that's because you're fancy. We didn't take and no there. ski trips. We didn't even go to Santa's Enchanted Forest. We used to go to Westchester Mall, take a picture with Santa Claus in the fake snow, and call it a day. Well, so it was, I don't remember the timing, but it must have been maybe right before Christmas time. Shut up. Get Breck a bridge, get Breck a bridge. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to apologize for the fact that I was taking on a trip, all right? <laughs> but they had an entire, like, Santa village there. Uh-huh. And so the guy looked like Santa Claus and it was in the middle of the snow. So that really kind of did a number on me and my sister mm-hmm. as far as like, well, it's, this shit's gotta be real. It's not in a mall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, this is too much production to not be where this guy right. kind of works. Right. So I think that really did a number on us as far as, okay. as believing in Santa Claus. I didn't. No. Um, I actually fooled myself in believing there was a Santa Claus. Like, I was, like, telling myself, I'm going to believe that there's a Santa Claus, although I know there's not. Um, Why not? Why didn't you? Because I always put two and two together. I always, I since I was, like, I, I mean, I, I must have been f- at least five. Really? I would think, like. Why are stores? Why do stores have sales in December? Oh, why does Eckerd's <laughs> sell gift wrapping paper similar to the gift wrapping paper under my tree? <laughs> why do my parents mysteriously disappear? You know, right, right. To go to the store. Um, why do things have tags on them? Are they made by elves? Uh, stuff like that. Like I, my I stuff never I, had tags. I was no, but other stuff, you know, other people. Like, yeah. um, I, I was never fully convinced, and and I wanted to, like, I wanted to believe. In fact, there was a, there's um, when I was seven, mm-hmm. there, and there's a really funny home video of this when um, it, on Christmas, actually, it was one of the times we went to Oneida House, and Santa Claus came at midnight. At my par- we all came back to my parents' house. I'm totally naming this episode, but let's go to Oneida's house. Oneida, <laughs> Oneida died a few years ago. Her house oh. was ahí on Bird Road and 112. I mean, the oh, right down. there. Yeah, right there. Um, we went to a lot of Noche Buenas there um, in the early to mid 80s. Okay. Anyway, um, did my you know my parents did this whole another production where um, all my family came to my parents' house at around midnight. Mm. 
mm-hmm. because Santa Claus was going to come. Okay. And one of my cousins or something even got on the roof of the house and started stomping. Oh, wow. So I could hear right, right, the right, reindeer. Right. So Santa Claus comes. And in the, it was my uncle dressed up as Santa Claus. Right. And when I opened the door and Santa Claus giving me the gift, and this is on video, I'm like, where's my uncle Marito? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why is he not here? Jerk. He was here a minute ago. Why is he not here now? I'm like, come on, give me Castle Grayskull. Which actually <laughs> this is what you got that year. Which, uh, yes, and there's a video of him giving me Castle Grayskull in the huge box. Oh, I was like more, you know, concerned about Castle Grayskull. But in the video, I'm like, where's Marito? Why isn't he here? He was here a minute ago. And I was like, I know that's you. Like, no, I was. But I didn't, wa- I didn't want to ruin it for <laughs> No one's all that trouble, you ungrateful so, yeah. Well, exactly. That's why I was like, I know there's no Santa Claus. I was like, I'm going to play along with it. But I always knew. Oh, no. I believed. I, I straight up believed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you And believe, I still believe. Somehow you Listen, win. when you believe, you receive. I Again, it's not that I didn't want to. Re- but you know what? I never ruined it for anybody. I was okay, never that's that good. kid. Yeah. Those that, kids piss me off. That was like, there's no Santa Claus. No, yeah, I, I just, I, yeah, I would, I would like, I was very logical. <laughs> I was like, <sighs> even back then, you were logical. It's one of your most annoying I was traits. Like, me mama se tranca en el cuarto, and she takes the scissors and the the scotch tape. <laughs> le conté. You, maybe your mother was making weird dresses. You don't know. Because my mom has never been the type. I in the 80s, your mom was tremendo atelier. <laughs> my mom was never the type to, like, close her bedroom door. Like, right. my parents' bedroom door is always open, except, obviously, when they're sleeping right. or whatever. And, you know, she would lock the door, which she never, ever did. I'm like, yeah, whatever, woman. I know what you're doing. <laughs> so sad. Oh, <laughs> So, yeah. No turrones for me. No. <laughs> So what other traditions? Uh, did you ever do uh, La Misa Gallo, Midnight Mass? On TV. Hmm. None. <laughs> not, not, not in person. With Betty Hill? <laughs> On TV. <laughs> La Misa de Gallo. You know, the the mass of the rooster. <laughs> I think I did it like twice. Uh-huh. And... Never again. It's just because it's like everybody who doesn't go to church all year long, like me, goes, goes, and then you're just like stuck, and they're all, you know. Are they giving turrón at the door? They are. Instead of the Eucharist, they hand out turrón. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the body of Christ, and it's Sanchez. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised more old ladies don't take them when they leave. <laughs> okay. I mean, because um, you know in their head, they're like, ¿Esto es un souvenir? Yeah. Actually, you know what... <clears throat> What I really, like, am very nostalgic about and, like, it really warms my heart mm-hmm. and it's a very uniquely Hispanic mm-hmm. um, experience are the songs. Mi Burrito Sabanero is, like, <laughs> we've, we've defined my childhood pretty we much. We even have a remix. <laughs> I know. Of a Burrito there's, Sabanero. There's, um, there's actually tape of me because, by you know, this was, like, 1980. I'm not going to age myself. Early 80s. Everybody knows you're 40. Uh, so it was like 1981. My parents didn't have a video camera yet. So they had like the little recorder, like voice Aww. recorder. And I'm there singing Mi Burrito Sabanero. I want to find that. Oh, it's there. Oh, my mom has it like right there, like on her Memorex tape. 
Camino, and I'm like, mi burrito salami, mi camino de Belén, si me ven, si me ven. And um, that, and the other one. I feel like there's, there's a lot of animal songs for us. Actually, I was about to say. Lo, lo, lo en el río. Mira como beben los peces en el río. Uh, the version that I grew up with is the one by Pandora. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Before bebe, they were a bracelet, bebe, they were a singing bebe, group. Bebe. <laughs> oh, let me ask you something before I forget. Okay, another tradition. Although, there's also, in English, they have Dominic the donkey. What the hell is it about Christmas that has all these animal songs? <laughs> <laughs> um, for New Year's. Okay. Okay. Did your family make buñuelos? No. <gasps> they never did the buñuelos. You never made buñuelos? No. Our buñuelos always sucked. Always. They were terrible. But they were made. But they were made terrible. It wasn't until my brother got married that his mother-in-law makes apparently a killer buñuelo. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of buñuelos. I'll Buñu- have... Buñuelos like yam, right? Yes. It's, it's um, the, the yuca. Yuca. No, no it's a yuca. Yame. Yeah, and they put it in the meat grinder. And then, and but they, 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 it's sweet. Yes. Malanga. 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 Is it Malanga? Malanga? Yama. It's Yame. <laughs> okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay, listeners, can you please yeah, let us know? In, let us know. Um, and then you fry it to a golden crisp. Right. And, and it's always in like a little eight shape, right? Yes, in like a pretzel. Okay, yeah. yeah. In fact, growing up, I would have you them. I'm like, this is not a pretzel. <laughs> Again, the same uh. piece of disappointment of it. <laughs> okay, but this wasn't trying to be something we, else. No, that's true. But um, but apparently she can make a killer buñuelo. Mm-hmm. I, I even, I've had her buñuelos, uh-huh. but again, I'm not a fan, so oh. whether they're good or bad. But um, but yeah, buñuelos is a very big thing. Just like on New Year's, you also eat lenteja. Okay, I've never done that either. Yeah. I've ne- Because I don't like lentejas, so mm-hmm. I'm never going to eat lenteja. Thank you for it. Probably, but I just don't like them. <laughs> so many things make me fart. You know, it's a total like. <clears throat> okay, but we we do the twelve grapes. Of course, we'll say, oh, well, we have to have of that. You know, one for each month, and the, um, the twelve wish. grapes. Yeah, and do you know what I do every year that do I spend you use New the Year's? same wish on on all the grapes? No, okay. no. Every year <laughs> that I spend it with my grandmother. This year, unfortunately, I'm not because we're going to go out of town. That's right. And my grandmother's not going with us, but. Every year that I spend New Year's with my grandmother, mm-hmm. my grandmother and I go to the front door, go um, a big pot of water, and we throw the water <laughs> outside. Really? So if somebody's walking by, they're going to get wet. That's Wait, <laughs> did you do that when you lived in the high rise? No, because I never spent New Year's there. <laughs> no, that would be a nuisance. <laughs> yes, you did spend New Year's there. Oh, no, with we you, celebrated with you, New with Year's. With you, yeah. No, 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 no. Because we celebrate no, no, with your family no, no, there no, no, a yeah, couple no, times. Because no, 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 no. I'm just thinking from the 48th floor to dunk <laughs> a bucket of Somebody's water. Somebody's going to be decapitated. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I, maybe we did a little splash. Okay, okay. Because I'm picturing um, somebody like they're, Cuño me mojé. Yeah, no, no. That, if, if, if un cubo de agua gets thrown from the 48th floor and it lands, they're not going to say me mojé. They're going to be like, me partieron la cabeza. No, but we do. And then if you want to travel, these traditions are probably, they come from Spain. If I'm you sure. want to travel, you got an empty suitcase and you go around the block. You got to walk around the block with a suitcase. Right. I really hope you, you live in a, sh- a small block. No, but then the problem with that is, according to my mom, is that you can't do that. Porque at midnight, there's tanto straight tiros. Oh, that's true, because we love to shoot, yeah, yes. we love to shoot straight and up I, into I, the air. I have to say something. My grandfather used to do my, that. That my mother was spot on. For New Year's 1994, Good Lord. <laughs> 93 to 94, I feel like I just entered a documentary. We spent it at Olga's Banquet Hall on Coraway oh, okay. and 107th, right there. Oh, Nay, that wasn't hosting New Year's? No, Nay, that wasn't. Okay. No, no, no. We spent it at Olga's Banquet Hall, I'll never forget. And at midnight, or, you know, a few minutes after right, right. midnight, yeah, 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 yeah. I went outside to make a phone call. My brother had a cell phone at that time, believe Ooh. it or not. Oh, yeah. And you're going to judge me for Breckenridge, but you had a phone in 94? <laughs> My brother. Still, I take out the brick right. and I made my phone call uh-huh. and, you know, it, it, that banquet hall is like in a strip mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The car in front of me got shot. Oh, no. And my mom's like, te lo dije. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, she's right. But it's true. I remember my grandfather would always shoot, like, he had a gun and he would shoot at midnight. But they would always, like, be like, oh, haha, you know, everybody. And I'd be like, okay. Los niños. That, <laughs> they would always that, bring us that tradition. Let's think methodically. It's a de campo. Of course it is. But in a couple, there was nobody. No. So you didn't have a neighbor. Listen, worst case scenario, you shot a pigeon and you had food the next day. 
o partiste una palma yeah, o something like that. Pero here they go freaking shooting that in shit in the middle of Kendall and you know a suburban zero lot development <laughs> where your neighbor's 10 feet away. It's like that doesn't work, you know. It's suburbia. Logistically, it's not the same, people. It's not the same. Oh, and there's also um, what is it? If you want to be lucky in love, you got to put on red underwear. Oh, I haven't heard that on, one. And New Year's, yes. Got to wear a red underwear. So, another tradition, and now this is more a Miami tradition. So, okay. to our listeners who are not in Miami, uh, we have here what's yes. called Santa's Enchanted Forest. Santa's Enchanted Forest. <laughs> anyway, so it's actually very nice. It's this. Um, Big strip, well, very nice. I mean, I haven't been in years. I don't know what well, it looks like it's now. Well, it's this big strip um, of a very big park we have down here, mm-hmm. and it's it's actually rather large. It's not yeah, small. Yeah. That they massively decorate it's about, what, with like a lights. Mile and change. Yeah, that they decorate with lights, and it's all types of lights that do different shows, like light shows and stuff like right, that. Right, right. And they have like. Um, like a, a little Christmas exhibits and, right, and stuff like right. that. It's very pretty. And then at the end of the light, you know, the light area, there's like a carnival and all right. that. Do we take one to one? I was going to ask you how much is thirty-seven dollars per person. I love how they always say though, thirty-seven dollars, but includes all rides. Oh, it's like it better. It's thirty-seven dollars. Mira, for thirty-seven dollars, <laughs> you better put me on the freaking Polar Express and take me to the North Pole <laughs> and back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we don't think they bring you back. Then, yeah, that's, that's non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah, it's thirty-seven dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, okay, I haven't been in years, but which ironically I enough, the owner of Santa's Enchanted Forest is Jewish. Is he really? Yeah, my cousin knows him very well. He's Jewish. You, listen, you got to recognize a business opportunity and go with it. Who, who cares? <laughs> but I always wonder. Have they've updated like Dolos Muñeco? Because there was a time there where you would walk through and all of those animatronic animals looked mm-hmm. like they had mange. I haven't gone since I was in high school, so I don't know. Okay. Oh, you haven't ever taken any? No, no. I was thinking of taking him this year, but then I was like, $37 per person? Are you kidding me? I have to dip from his college fund. You know, to, you know. and then, you know, the food is probably... Yeah, you gotta eat. Yeah, you gotta eat. Right. You know, it's probably like $8 for an arepa, you know, and it's like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, because our, fr- our friend who's in town was asking. I know yeah. she wanted to go, but... I, you know what? I just thought about the year's over. Now it's going to be the new year. Y ahorita está aquí la feria. Are we going to do a fair special? <laughs> I was thinking of doing a fair special, but the thing is that, you know, we have listeners that are not from... A lot of that's listeners true, that true. are not from Miami. And the fair is a very unique that's Miami true. thing. Maybe, so maybe we can set up a booth at the fair and just, you know, live broadcast. <laughs> from the fair. From the fair. Um... Well, we did have coverage of the fair this year. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. so our listeners know. Our listeners know. They, they know. But I, 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 I think I talked about it that I didn't realize that the Dade County Youth mm-hmm. Fair or Dade County Fair right. was so big because when I, when when I would talk to other friends from other states about the county fair, right. and I'd be like, "Oh my god, our county fair! We got so excited! It's like all this stuff, and we have pop singers, and you know, like." <laughs> TLC, Nelly, you know, all these people have performed and they're like, what? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, don't you you just have a few carnival rides and a 4-H event? I'm like, no. Well, there is a 4-H event, but it's like, no, this is like a major... It's it's an event. Major production that when you're a kid, your year is like totally you like build around you there. build around the you fair. You build around Christmas, the fair, and summer. Till this day, when I think March, I think fair. I forget anything else that happens in March or April. Clearly, I, you're not Julius Caesar. <laughs> the, I, yeah, the Ides of March has nothing on me. Um, but um, I think it fair. It's like the fair. But anyway, wait, no, back to Christmas. So um, I, I still can't believe that it's going to be the end of the year already. Yeah, I know. Every year goes faster, and every year we say the same thing, and we're a broken record. Is that because we're getting old? Like we're getting older. Actually, I want to say um, some. I know we're keeping it topical in terms of Christmas traditions, right. but this is our show. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. was born on Christmas. That's right. So, dale. Here it's going to be. So, That's I was. Right. Since he's. You know, Tristan, my son, was born on Christmas. On a Wednesday. He could uh, not be more atravesado if he tried. <laughs> I know, right? But, <laughs> like, the showster that he is, you know, half of Miami was there. Pero bueno, well, that's not the point. But it's your family. I expect uh, nothing less. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so, um, 
Where are they going with Okay, festive. so so because his birthday is on Christmas, obviously he's not gonna have like a, a moment in school where they're gonna sing Happy right, Birthday right, to him. Right. And I know that myself, I'm sure you as well. I could think of, especially in elementary school, so many times that it was my birthday and they would sing Happy Birthday, and my mom would take my birthday's in the summer. Oh no, you're screwed. <laughs> would my mom would take cupcakes? <laughs> so and I stuff can like relate that. to Tristan. But, but you remember? But you right, remember? Right. But I can relate kids, to Tristan. No, but you remember either. other kids' birthdays, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I tell his teacher like, "Hey, um, do you mind if next week, you know, whenever, right. oh, I can bring cupcakes so we can do happy birthday?" And she tells me, "Bring the cupcakes, like incognito, like <laughs> clandestine, <laughs> clandestine, like clandestino, clandestino like, yeah. on the DL. Yeah, yeah. You know, bring it in bags. So it's like, you know, yeah. you don't show it's cupcakes, and I'm gonna do it for him. But we're not supposed to do it because public schools no longer celebrate." birthdays because there's kids who don't celebrate their birthdays i was Uh like wait what i was like wait what i was like i did not know this so then i started asking other people who have children of school age or had children of school age recently they're like oh yeah they don't celebrate their birthdays anymore but there's always been jehovah's witnesses like why is this a thing i don't know i don't know but they don't they don't but who doesn't like a cupcake nope because then the kids who don't celebrate birthday have to be removed from the class. You know what? That's life. You can't participate in everything. <laughs> okay. So, Nobody's calling me to audition for a Broadway show. Oh well. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Actually, when I when she said that to me, I thought about you. I was like, "Dije que yo soy Ismael." Pisses me off. It's the fucking cupcake. Mm-hmm. And the happy birthday song, which is now public domain, by the way. It's not right. It is. Since when? Recently, like in the last year. Oh, okay, because that's why on every single sitcom, they start, they're like, happy, happy. and they're like, wait a minute! You know what, what it always reminds me of? Oh. Always. When I first noticed that, although I didn't know was that right, right, happy right. birthday was not public domain, mm-hmm. was on the Smurfs. When they go, happy birthday, and then the the it will go black, and they will oh. go, happy birthday to Smurfette, la, 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 <laughs> happy birthday to Smurfette. La 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 I feel la. Like the Smurfs always trotted out that same damn rhythm. Don't you remember the maybe, the episode of maybe that's what Gloria Stefan was talking about? <laughs> Smurf um, Smurfette uh, when it was her birthday, she was queen for a day, and it got to her I, head. I do remember. That. I she didn't know it was for her birthday, bitch. but I remember. That. And Vanity became her bitch. Everything about that sentence sounds right. Vanity <laughs> became her bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. Favorite Christmas movies growing up. Right. Well, I know that we we talked about this on when we were guests on Mount Geek more, yes. which were part of the Geek Bro Network. Um, growing up, I just I would have to say I probably loved like all the it wasn't a movie, but I would love like all the Christmas episodes mm-hmm. of like the Smurfs and the Flintstones mm-hmm. and all that. But to this day, I still I think I have it on DVD, the He Man She Ra Christmas special. Oh, I do. <laughs> as you would, you're very consistent. Well, it's, growing up as listen, a kid... Listen, it's the one time that Skeletor, like, sheds a tear, which is weird because he has no tear ducts. Right. But... So, I had two, um, which, as I discussed in the episode of Mount yeah. Geepmore, I loved, growing up, um, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? I, I was actually having this conversation with someone the other day. Maybe not so much for you, because mm-hmm. your parents were raised here. Yeah. yeah right? Like I heard you. So, you yeah. had some exposure. True. Um, although your mom is super Cuban. <laughs> well, I mean, my mother grew up in Miami during El no, Exilio. but your mom is like super Cuban. No, no, but in Miami during El Exilio. I mean. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, so I had to, you know, because my parents came um, when they were in their Adults. 30s. yeah, yeah. And I had to discover things on my own. Like, I always tell people, like, remember in 1995 when ABC aired the five-part or four-part special, The Beatles Anthology? Oh yeah, yeah. That's when I discovered the Beatles. Meanwhile, I knew my, of the, I knew right, of the right. Beatles, but like my father had all the vinyl records. Right, I right. knew of the Beatles. I knew who they were. I knew Paul McCartney sang that song with Michael Jackson. Right, but I didn't really know their songs. Right, right. Or, or if I did, I didn't know it was the Beatles. You, you weren't steeped, in, right? I like I knew Letter B, Letter B from the from Letter People, <laughs> right? But I from Sesame Street. Sesame Street, that's right. But I didn't know that was Let It Be by the Beatles, right? right, right. Because I didn't have that exposure from my parents. Right. So a lot of things I had to discover on my own, including a Christmas Carol. Meanwhile. I have you your, your parents didn't expose you to the Beatles, but your mother loves Boney M. Yes, but I found out about her love for Boney M. <laughs> 
I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> that is my favorite with. revelation of 2018. Yeah. And you saw and you saw the video. I sent you the video she of her dancing, jamming and and singing. Like she, she knew the she lyrics. Knew it's not the like, oh, I like that song. No, no, no. She knew the lyrics. She so my them. mom, just to give people a little context, <laughs> my mom is always asking me to make her mixed CDs. <laughs> you know, mother, a mixed tape, awesome. She's like a mixed CD. Yeah, always, always, playlist. always, always, yeah. always. And recent, like recently, I mean, like three, three months, months ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yo quiero que tú me encuentres la canción de Boniem. And I'm like, Bonnie. You didn't know who they were. I didn't know who they were. I'm like, but I didn't. The way that she said it wasn't right, Bonnie right, M. It was, right. She was like, Bonnie M. And like, it sounds like a composer almost. I'm like, who's Bonnie M? And she, she's like, e que canta Rafutin. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, what? Bonnie M. Que canta Rafutin. I'm like, what the hell's Rapoutine? Like, what song is Rapoutine? And you know, I know, I I, I know my you're, music. You're pretty musical, yes, you know. Yes, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm 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 pretty much a reference of music. Right. And I'm like, I have no idea what she's talking about. I didn't even know how to begin to start looking for it, like online. I'm like, Bonnie M. Rapoutine. And I was like, okay, Rapoutine. Let me go with Rapoutine. And then. I, then I put like Raputin song, right, right, or right, songs right. with Raputin, and then I found I found one. their version, right. right, and I played it. My mom's like, "Esa, ay, hace treinta años no esa canción," and then I'm like, "Okay, so now I know the name of the song." Right. So I look up the name of the song, and it was by Boney M, M right. and I'm like. Are you talking about Boney M? And she's like, see, sí, que yo eran, I forget where they're from. They're from they're the Bahamas. I forget where they're yeah. from. She's like, sí, que yo son de tal lugar y la, la que cantaba se, can, se llamaba whatever. I forget her name. And so I'm like, she knows this I'm like, group. Well, don't you think you should have told me that? Like, <laughs> so, so, so essentially, I download all of their discography of their singles, <laughs> and my mom knew all the songs. And she was like dancing, and that's why I took video of her and I sent it to you. We should totally post a video of my mom dancing. My mom would kill me. My it, mom would murder me. It was great. That's why I, I was like, because you know, nobody's like, gonna believe you. Nobody's, nobody's gonna, gonna believe, believe me. Her. That's why I took video of her jamming to the song. And and if you know my mom, my mom's very serious and very yeah, yeah. you know she comports herself and very like classy. But she was jamming to Boney M claro, to Raputin. to that to Raputin and to Daddy, Daddy cool. cool. I love Daddy Cool. <laughs> oh my god, who is this woman? <laughs> my dad knew their songs too. Hello, do you think that they were born this age? They had okay, they so wait, 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 wait. So they knew Boney M, but they didn't know the Beatles. That's like the... Now, mine Cuba. It was Cuba. It was Cuba. Now, mine Cuba. No, it was in Cuba because the Beatles were probably considered musica yankee. Uh-huh. Yeah. But not these people because they were black. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in Cuba, they were yeah. totally down with Boney M, but not the Beatles. <laughs> not the Beatles. Because in, in Cuba, people would listen to the Beatles, but like on the DL, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Latino, yeah. Yeah. But like on the radio airplay, like, they were not, they were banned. Yeah. So, but not Boney Not Boney Not Boney Or, oh, you know who my parent, my mom loves and my parents love? Este, Tom Jones. Well, that's not unusual. Que vos tiene ese hombre? Or when he comes out on TV, they're like, Pero que bien se conserva. He does look good, though. <laughs> He's got to be in his 70s. Or in the flip side, I know we're going a little bit uh, off tangent. It's our show. I, I, I love when, when now they see John Travolta. Like, Pero que viejo está John Travolta. I'm like, bueno, everybody ages. He's in his 60s. Bastante bien está. Like, I mean. He looks good enough. That's yeah. the same thing when they say about Madonna. Que vieja está Madonna. And I'm like, well, Madonna's 60. Like, I mean. It's going to happen to all of us. She's not going to look 25 forever. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, she looks great for her age, but it's like, pero que vieja. I'm like, well, you know, she, it happens. She's human. She, she's not. Actually, that reminds me. You know what else Cubans are very into? El retrato de Dorian Gray. They are. They're super into it. Apparently, that book was not banned in Cuba. The portrait of Dorian Gray. Dile a cualquier cubano que te hable del retrato de Dorian Gray. I never heard that. Oh yeah, and I think it's really odd. That's kind of random. I mean, it's a it's a work of literature. It's yes, a classic work but, of literature. Yeah, but, but apparently in Cuba it was okay. Who knew? So, bueno, <laughs> back to Christmas. Yes, Para las Navidades. Yes, yes. Eh? Las Christmas, end of las year. Pascuas, las Pascuas. Las Pascuas. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Turrones for everyone. Oh, Lord. So, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up on you a little bit as because this, we're not gonna be broadcasting for like like the storybooks when we change topic we're gonna turn, oh. the, turn the page oh, now. I never told you what other what was the second movie. This is a good one. Oh, the second movie that I grew up watching. Okay, so when I was eight, okay. my mom bought me as a gift a one of those little VHS videos that had a bunch of oh like a sampler yeah, type thing. Okay, right, and she bought it at Jay Byron's. Okay. The one at Westchester Mall. And it had, like, Punch and Judy. You remember? You know that? Yeah, That's, like, yeah, in the 50s yeah. or whatever. But the last song on the tape was a musical dance interpretation of the 12 Days of Christmas. Is this why you love that song so much? Okay. But it's, like, in, a, in this video, be, uh-huh. it's, like, in black and white okay. and, like, a silhouette. Right? Like shadows. There's, like, a man playing okay. a guitar, and then there's a woman doing an interpretive dance of the 12 days of Christmas. So she, you know, the milks, the, the seven okay. milks of laying, you know, she does everything. Okay, okay. Okay. I would play that over, and, and that song. That's a long song to begin with. I would play it over and over and over and over again until one day my my dad or my mama was like, hasta hoy llegó esto. And they took it away from me. And I got so mad that they gave it back. That's like... <laughs> That's like the war that, and I still have the video. I still have the video. I, still, I you love that song. I love that song. You to this day, you 12, love that song. Twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten lords oh of leaping, nine ladies dancing, end. eight maids of milking, seven swims of swimming, six geese laying, five gold rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and the partridge in a pear tree. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! So I, what I was gonna say is, because um, you know we're not gonna do any new episodes for a while. All right. What has been your favorite thing we've done this year that with, you and I have done? Yeah, with regard to all this insanity that is the podcast. Like, let's do a quick year um, in review type of thing. I there were a couple. I liked Croqueta Palooza a lot because yeah. not only did we pick out on like the best croquetas in mm-hmm. town, but <clears throat> there's also we also made some interesting friends there. But but some cool friends we did. But I think Croqueta Palooza was the first time that you and I felt that we had an audience and that people, okay, people were listening to us and that we had followers and that we sure. were quote influencers right because there were a lot of people who came up to us and were like oh my god but let me tell you guys oh my god we listen and And that was like the first time that we were in an event that it wasn't people that knew us it wasn't right right. you know it wasn't we were just hanging out it wasn't like a friend of a co-worker or a friend of a friend these were people that did not know us and um and you know like Everything around that event, like when we did the the giveaway, like how many people responded to the yeah, giveaway and how many people reposted our video, like a lot of people did. And I think that was like the first time that for me, I was like, okay, this is... This is a thing. This is a thing. I think we, yeah. we have some momentum here. And the fact that we, you know, uh, judge, not judged, we hosted, refereed the eating challenge. So that one. And then also, <clears throat> I... I kind of felt the same way when we were in the f- we were in the front row um, of Fuacata. Okay, yeah. Because here was this play at the Adrian Arch Center, and yeah. we were invited because of what we did and who we were, and we were in the front row, and um, you know. I, I was like, okay, you know, so, right. I mean, and also, of course, all of our guests that have come right, to right, us right. and, you know. Well, yeah, it's not to say that the other stuff hasn't been cool, but, right. you know. But I'm talking about, like, specific momentous, events. Yeah, yeah. Like, specific events. That I was like, okay, um, we have something here. Yeah. That's so. fair. I think that's, mm-hmm. a, those are those are two good, like, you know, checkpoints. To, mm-hmm. to For me, it was just the fact that people want to talk to us. Yeah, like just in general, you know, mm-hmm. because again, as we as we always say, it's like, well, I didn't know where we didn't know where this was going to go, and literally, I mean, I'm gonna you know pull back the curtain a little bit. I think I've said it before. Literally, the guests that we have is just because we've asked them. Yeah, like it's not because this whole 
you know, network of like, oh, because I know someone who knows someone and I talked and sometimes it was literally just like on Instagram, <laughs> sending a message and just being like, hey, hi, we're two guys. We have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Bah, 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 bah. You know, we'd love to chat with you. And people were just like, yeah, sure. It's great. Right. No but, problem. but but after a and while, think- then when we started building our audience and our, you know, our content, then the people that we were interviewing were like, oh, my God, yes. Like, I love your podcast or I love your right, content. Spoke, or, oh, my God. Yeah. When so and so was on. When or, so was on. Yeah. Right. So then we're like, oh, OK. Now, now our obviously the initial few get first guests right. uh, were our guinea pigs and we thank you them for for yes. it um, wouldn't be here probably if it yeah. wasn't for them our first guests were um, us the ones Adrian Gio Adrian Gio listening to I us I actually <laughs> sent a message <laughs> to her well, I don't know which one responded, but it's to them today, um, asking them how their Christmas was going to be. And um, they were our very first. Yes. They were our very yes. first. Who was our second? I think our second was Seth. He was our second? I think Burger Beast. Burger Beast. Yeah. Burger Beast has been great. Absolutely great. I mean, everybody him, should have a Burger Beast in their yeah. lives. No, no, no. But you know what? No, 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 no. Because he's such a genuine human being. No, but with him, we, that we, we found like a, a, a supporter of our yeah. podcast, but like a friend as well. Yeah. You know, he, he's been amazing. I mean, everybody has. Everybody has. Um, I mean, because again, these are all people that are very busy doing yeah. what they're doing. Um, <laughs> not only in their entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial no, their lives. lives uh, but in their personal lives as well, and they take time to come and sit with us, and you know, and a lot of times, the episode that you hear, the <laughs> experience was actually a lot longer. Yes. That's like the edited down, um, you know. Yeah. That's that's after version. taking a, a run so, at editing. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. yeah. So can't wait for next year. Yeah. I know we've got we've got some cool stuff Pero coming. Mira como Where's the cajachina? That's the cajachina. It's your house. <laughs> I don't have... Uh, imagine. You know what? Do have, you ever heard, have you ever heard... Have you ever heard of the... I think it's a... Not true. But okay. the legend supposedly of the Cubans that went to Disney World during Christmas. And burned the hotel down because right. they did the cajachina in the, in the in, bathtub. In the bathtub. I've heard that. I've, we've all heard that. It's an urban legend. I it's think. an urban legend. It has to be. But in my mind, it's true. I can see it happening. And in my mind, I'm thinking of Joseito y Miguelito. Ramon was totally there. Y Ramon, mira, and being like, oye, papo, le echas carbón ahí. Y tú verás que eso sale lo más bien. Sí, y está, está la ducha. Cualquier está cosa la ducha, lo pagamos. Lo pagamos. Yeah. Y tú ahí, mira, eh, la cosa esa del humo, le pones un tape por arriba. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Le quitas las baterías. Le quitas las baterías. Y, y, y mira, abajo de la puerta ponemos una toalla para que no saque el humo. Y no, y hacemos el hecho. Yeah. Like, I could just in my mind. Y, ma, y Migdalia ya trajo el sazón. Ya. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Fulanita trajo la la hoy, perdón, la la hornilla uh-huh, para hacer uh-huh. para pa hacer el con green uh-huh. y la yuca y, la yuca. y, y, y of course el café, you know. Well, duh, uh, duh. Duh. Um, and, and I could just in my mind it plays out. I could see how this could happen. How this group of people will find it completely logical to the motel six, to the motel six, to asar un lechón in the bathroom, you know, in the bathtub, in the bathtub. I know that like from a logical and practical standpoint, it's probably impossible but in my mind it happened i can follow the steps to yeah. see it happen yeah absolutely <laughs> jingle bell jingle bell jingle these, uh, these jingle bells are really cute by the way yeah uh, they're from the dollar tree are you serious from la casa del peso la casa dollar the casa dollar that if uh, trump's tariffs on china go through it's gonna be like <laughs> la casa de cinco dollar pero bueno we'll talk about that in 2019 <laughs> Lord. I think we've reached the end of our Christmas episode. So, everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the support. We will be back. We're yes, going we're to take, take a hiatus. We're weeks. still going to be posting on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, and You know what? This is the perfect time to catch up on all the other episodes yeah, you may have missed. Yeah. Or... Share with your friends. Yeah. You know, when you're at your Nochebuena, you can tell them. No, actually, oh, yeah, Jose, what we're, we're going to do is. To, pero let me tell you. What we're going to do is that during um, a, the couple of weeks that we're off, we're going to be doing like posting some highlights. Absolutely. Of older episodes. So you guys could go check out. But um, we're going to be keep posting on Instagram, but we are going to take a couple of weeks off. Uh, obviously, we're going to announce on Instagram the yeah, exact well, launch date of season yeah. two. There's going to be a little bit of a new look. Yes. Um, yes. We, we refresh. Come on. Luke. But all good things. Yes. So everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the support. You, yeah. everybody has couldn't given have us. done this without you guys. We have been extremely humbled by the, the, the support and the reception and everything that we've gotten from people. So yep. we can't thank you enough. 
Yep. And that's so oh, wait. I will make a special Christmas edition. Grab your okay. Oh god. Your turrong. <laughs> After we talk so much, your turrong, turrong being horrible. Your buñuelo okay. and your sidra. I was gonna say coquito. Or coquito if you're Puerto Rican. Okay. And have a merry, merry Christmas. Una feliz Pascua, feliz Navidad. And everybody, we'll see you next year. Yes, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.